All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School this morning. This morning, you're going to be blessed today if you receive it. Now, I trust God that you are ready to receive. Uh, God wants you healed. He sent Jesus to die for you and rose again for you and ascended on high so you can be healed. Now, frankly, it's already done. Man. But when you don't know, you get robbed. But today you can find out and still receive <clears throat> you're his. Let's have a word of prayer, Helen, and we'll go ahead and get started. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today in Jesus' name. As we look to you, as we trust you and believe you again today, we thank you because you are the healing one and you are in the class today. Thank you're you, not here as a student, but you are here to heal. Yeah. And for the people have come to hear and to be healed. Amen. And we thank you and we praise you for it. We receive thank it you, today Father. in Jesus' name. Bring thank forth you, revelation and knowledge like never before. Let the people hear and understand and rise up and do what they just heard. And they will bump into you. Yes, Lord. The greater one. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All right. Good morning, Helen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. Okay. This morning, I want you, and, 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 and let me also say this to you too before we start. Grab your Bible. Grab pen and paper. It makes <sighs> All the difference. See, this is not, this is not preaching. This is school. You're going to be studying. Okay? Amen. So grab your pen and paper. Grab your Bible. Let's dive into the Word of God and wash this tear. Watch. I guarantee you it'll make a difference today. Or yet will. It will Amen. make a difference. The scripture says, study to show yourself approval unto God. A workman that need not to be ashamed of rightly dividing the word of truth. Many times people like of scripture, they're like of, of knowledge about what the word of God say and how to apply it. It blocks them from being healed. Yes, it does. But let's change that today. Mm. Okay? All right, let's go to Romans chapter, I'm sorry, let's go to Isaiah chapter 10, and let's look at verse 27. Isaiah 10? Yes, in verse 27. Okay, let's just get there. Isaiah 10 and verse 27, and we're reading it in the King James? Absolutely. But the children of Beelot said, How should this man save us? 
and they despised him and brought him no present. But he held his peace. Now, I gave you the wrong scripture. Fourteen. That's okay. <clears throat> Praise God. Let's look at Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. All right, let's get there. <clears throat> Romans 10 and 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes. By what? By hearing. Yes. And hearing by the word of God. Now, yes. to say faith comes, faith must not have been there before. Mm -mm. If it was there before, it wouldn't have to come. Yes. Did you catch that? So faith cometh by hearing. Yes. It wasn't there before, but when you heard the word, all right, faith came. That's right. So it is very important, as I was saying a second ago, don't be so distracted mm. with getting you away from the word of God. All right. Because listen, the Bible says, Faith cometh how? By hearing. By, by hearing. And, and hearing the word of God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, write that down. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now notice, again, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. It didn't say, but without the gifts of the Spirit, it's impossible to please God. It did no. not say without the fruits of the Spirit, it is impossible to please God. didn't say All that, right. did it? No. It says, but without faith, mm. it is impossible to please God. How does faith come? Mm. Romans 10 and 17 again. So then faith cometh, so then faith cometh by Hearing. So mm. faith cometh by hearing. Mm. And hearing by the word of God. So if you're going to receive the word of God concerning your healing, you're going to have to settle down and hear the word of God. Amen. Now, a lot of people believe, well, you know, uh, the gifts of the Spirit going to get it done. Mm. No, it won't. Did you hear what I said? No, it won't. You can get in the gifts of the Spirit and not have faith. And it won't help you at all. Are you getting what I'm saying to you here? Uh-huh. And many people do not realize that. Ellie, you have a comment there? 
Oh, you're doing pretty good. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's look at Acts chapter 10. <clears throat> Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. Very familiar scripture. But look at, let's, let's take a second look at what it really says. Acts 10 and 38. Chapter 10 and verse 38. And the King James says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. How God did what? Anointed. 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 Jesus had to be anointed. Well, Brother Elder, Jesus is God. Yeah, I understand. But he had to be anointed. Yeah. You know why he had to be anointed? Because he did not come to the earth as God. He came as a man. Hmm. And because he came as a man, he had to be anointed. See, God don't need to be anointed. But God brought Jesus in here as a man like me and you. All right. So he had to be anointed because he came as a man. Now, if he had just came as God, Acts 10 and 38 would not exist. So how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? With the Holy Ghost and with mm -hmm. Iowa, who went about doing Good, mm. not bad. Would you call your sickness good? No. Who went about doing good mm. and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Now notice how he coupled good with healing. Yes. Good and healing go together. <clears throat> That's powerful by itself. Yes. He anointed him. And to anoint means to rub on, smear off on, or think on. All right. Okay? Yeah. So notice, he anointed him. With the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing. Mm. Now I want to I bring your attention to something. Let's look at Mark chapter 5. Many of you would remember this lady. Who had the issue of blood? Y'all remember her, don't you? Yeah. Let's pick it up in verse 23. Mark chapter 5 and verse 23. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all 
she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse when she had heard of Jesus coming in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Verse 29. Notice she heard of Jesus. She just, I want you to hold on to that. She heard of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So she had some knowledge of him. Would All that right. be correct? Yes. All right. Now verse 29. And verse 29 says, And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Okay. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned about in the press and said, You touch my clothes. And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitudes longing thee, and sayest thou who touch me? And he looked round about to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Verse 34. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy place. Now notice in the King James Version here, it says, Jesus felt that virtue had left him. Now, in many other translations, it doesn't say virtue, it says power. Mm. Why? Because that is the correct, correct rendering of the scripture. Uh-huh. See, that word virtue is a little misleading. All right. It is power left here. Okay? Yeah. Now, so the woman she heard about him. So the faith cometh how? By hearing. Mm -hmm. And hearing by the word of God. Are y'all getting this this morning? Yes. You need some knowledge about him. Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing Uh by the word of God. Now, Mm -hmm. let's go to Matthew chapter 14. Matthew. Chapter 14. And let's look at verse 34 through 36. And when the men of that place had known of him, they set out into all that country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. As many did what? Touched. As, as many as touched were made perfectly whole. What verse did you stop at? Verse 36. The last verse in the book. Now, here's what I want you to see. 
they had some knowledge of him. Yes. That's what they had. They had some mm -hmm. knowledge of him. Yes. What am I saying to you? When you get some knowledge, you have something. Wow. You have something that cannot be taken away. Now, you have heard for a long time. All right. So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You see how I just rattled that off? Mm -hmm. That does not mean I know about that. Many people quote scriptures, but they have no idea on the mechanics on how it works. Yeah. Now we are still talking about today, as we was on last week, how to keep your healing. See, it's one thing to get it, but it's a whole nother thing to keep it. Mm. Now there are people who just get that word and they get that word, and boy, they read that scripture, they read the word of God over and over and over again when they're trying to get healed. Okay. Brothers and sisters, what we are saying to you this morning is the very same thing that you did to get it, it takes the same thing to maintain it. Uh-huh. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Yes. Uh, I'm going to call a name here. Most of y'all know who this lady is. You ever heard of Joel Osteen? Many of you have. Most of you have. Well, mm -hmm. Joe, Joe Osteen's mother, her, her name was Dodie. Dodie was stricken with cancer many years ago. All right. And Dodie did what I did. She went home and got the word of God. All right. And she found every healing scripture that she could find in the Bible. And she began to inundate herself with that healing word. Now remember, so then faith cometh by hearing. It comes by mm. how? Faith by hearing. By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Now, let's just use part A of the scripture. So then faith cometh by hearing. Whoever you lend your ears to, consistently, you're going to have faith for what they say. Okay. I'll say it again. Whoever you are lending your ears to, consistently, you will have faith for what they say, good or bad. Okay. This is why many people talk about the news. Why? That's all they're hearing. Mm. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? Yeah. That is all they're hearing. Now remember, so then faith cometh how? By hearing. Yeah. So, the lies of the devil come from hearing the lies of the devil. Mm. 
the faith of God come from hearing the word of God. You see the difference? Yes. Now somebody said, well, well, Brother Elder, how come the Lord haven't healed me? Well, he has. You just don't have mm. knowledge of it. All right. Now, let's go back and let's look at, again, Matthew chapter 14 and verse 34 to 36 again. And they were gone over they came into the land of Genesaret. And when the men of that place had known of him, they sent out into that country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment and as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Now notice they, when they had known of him, one translation uh, say, when they had knowledge of him. That's right. When they had knowledge of him, they brought the sick in. That's right. And Jesus, he healed their diseases. Mm -hmm. Why did they bring the sick in? Because they had some knowledge of what he does. That's right. Who he was. What he do? Do you see that? Yes. You need knowledge of what he does. Now, remember Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6? Another very familiar scripture. Yes. My people perish for a lack of what? A lack knowledge. of knowledge. Isn't that right? Yes. Our people perish. I can say it this way. They go without. Yes. Because of a lack of knowledge. Notice he did not say, my people perish for a lack of not enough money. Hmm. He didn't say, my people perish because they don't have no medical insurance. All right. That's not what he said. He said, my people perish for a lack of what? For a knowledge. lack of knowledge. You need some knowledge. Now, let me show you something here. Look in Proverbs chapter 18. Okay. Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 18. And let's look at verse 15. And I trust that you are staying with us. You are writing this down. Helen, jump hmm. in any way you want. Yes, Proverbs chapter 18, 18 and verse 15. And verse 15 in the King James says, The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh, on, uh, seeketh knowledge. The heart of the prudent does what? The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge. The ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. Notice, the ear of the wise. Mm -hmm. the, write that down. The ear of the wise. Yes. Remember? Faith cometh how? Yes. By hearing. By hearing. Hmm. Let me say it this way. 
faith come to the ear of the wise? Faith comes to the ear of the wise. Wow. The ear of the wise get it what? Knowledge. Knowledge. Now again, this woman who had the issue of blood, mm. she had some knowledge of Jesus. She did. That's why she got out there in them streets. See, it was against the law for her to be out there in her condition. Okay. The governor who was out there looking at her, he could have had her killed any moment. All right. But that's not what happened. Why? Because her faith was intact. What did the scripture say? For she said. For she said. All right. Yeah. See, before she ever went out there, she said, if I could just touch his what? His garment. Yeah. I'll be made what? I'll be made whole. Now, write this down. In Mark chapter 11 and verse 23, what did Jesus say? What did the healing one himself say? All right now. Speak. Do what? Speak, Speak to the mountain. In All that right. lady's case, the mountain is the issue of blood. In somebody else's case, it might be the cancer. In somebody else's uh, case, it could be the diabetes, the high blood pressure. Yes. Did you know? You have to speak to it. So Jesus said, speak to it. To be what? To be removed. Mm -hmm. And to be cast into the sea. And doubt not in your what? In your yeah. heart. Or I could say doubt not in your spirit. But believe those things which you say shall come to what? Come to pass. pass. Notice what he said. You will have. Yeah. He didn't say you might. He didn't say one of these old days if the Lord want me healed, well, I guess he'll heal me. No. no. He said, believe those things which you say. Okay. Shall come to pass. Mm-hmm. But he, thank God he didn't stop there. No, he did not. He said, you will have whatsoever you say. Let's say for the sake of conversation, your name is Paul, or your name is Betty here today. Whatever your name is. He said, believe that Paul or Betty believe if you speak to it and believe you Paul or Betty is going to have whatsoever. My God. Did you hear what he said? Yeah. Whatsoever. You're going to have what? what whatsoever. Whatsoever you say. Now, whatsoever belongs to whosoever. Amen. 
But now watch this here. Whosoever got to go a step farther. Because it won't just work for whosoever. It'll work for whosoever shall what? Save. Whosoever should do what? Say. You see, hey. you got to do more than believe. You got to open your mouth and speak. Hmm. You must open your mouth and speak. Why? Because it gives authority to. Yeah. Somebody say, talking about Jesus, they say, who in the world is this man? Where did he come from? But this man speaks with authority. Folks, when you have knowledge of Jesus, the healing one, mm -hmm. when you have knowledge of him, now you can speak with authority. Remember the scripture of uh, prophet that says, he has said, so we might yeah. publicly say. Yeah. He has said. And because he said, we can boldly say it. How is that? Because yeah. God is not a man that he should lie. What do you say, prophet? Yeah. Yeah. He, he thought, you know, those, I like that too, that you brought that up because, you know, it gives more insight on to into rather the fact that we have to we must open our mouths and speak the word. He said yeah. he has said so we can what? We can boldly boldly say. We don't have to be we don't have to be second guessing and wondering and trying to figure things out and asking Tom, Dick Harris and Sally and Jane and the police officers and all these kind of people. No. If God said it you know, come on, if God said it, then we can boldly say it. We can boldly say it. That's where faith comes. That's how yes. faith grows. It's, you know, it's like our topic thing this morning. They came to what? Here and what? And to be healed. That's we right. cannot be healed unless we hear what the word of God has said. And then once we hear what he has said, then we can boldly say what he has said in the face of what seeming defeat. For example, we go to the doctor, and we say this all the time, but I like to use this as an example because I think it helps us to understand or get, like you're talking about, Apostle, knowledge. Healing right. comes with knowledge and understanding. And so we go to, doc to the doctor because the doctor knows uh, a medicine. He knows the anatomy of the Bible. He studied these things called sheep. They studied medicine. We haven't done that. So we go to them to find out hey, you know, what's going on and then once the doctor gives us, you know, the the, the results of what the findings have reported back to him, what findings he has uh, from the scientific labs and wherever they get their information from you know, they do blood work, they do urinalysis, they do MRIs, they want, run tests. And then they give us the results. But, but see, that's fine. So we take that and we say, thank you, doctor. But then, again, we have something called, come on, say it with me, Apostle. We have inside what? Information. Inside information. And that means 
because we are born again, because we are saved, because the Spirit of God Himself, Himself, lives on the inside of us. That's called inside information. He's given us something separate and apart that the world doesn't have that we can believe it, receive, we can hear it, believe it, and receive it, and stand on it. And the way you do it is you must, what, boldly say what he has said. So we think the doctor, but then we go home and we say, well, we know what to do. I know what to do. Okay, I'm going to get my husband or my wife, or I'm going to get my mother or my father or my sister or my brother, who's also saved. You notice how I said that? Who is also saved, who also, what, knows the word of God. Some of our relatives may not know. So you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to call a two-year-old, come on, to touch and agree with you for your healing because a two-year-old doesn't understand, uh, the, the, all the, uh, the ramifications, doesn't understand all the different parts and ter- twists and turns in the road that a born-again believer understands when he or she stands in faith for something. You see, a two-year-old, in the natural, is being taught to walk and talk. And, and, and even in the spirit world, it's the same thing. You know, you say, well, I'm 44 years old, but you got born again yesterday. Yeah. You got born again last week. Come on, stay with me now. Don't hang up. You got born again two months ago, and that's fine. And now what you are doing is what? You are growing up spiritually. So we wouldn't want to get a baby in the, in Christ to touch and agree with us. Are you listening to me out there? That's you right. want to get someone that knows the steps. And what are the steps? The steps are this. When you enter into an agreement with someone, never say anything different. Yes. You never change your confession of faith. You never change that agreement. You say, well, they're getting worse. That's okay. You're not walking by what you see. Remember that? I'm feeling That's worse. Right. The pain is getting worse. And then most of us, if we are babies, look what we open our mouths and say, well, I thought I, I thought I was healed, but I guess I, I guess I missed God. See, that's a baby would say something like that. Are you listening? That's right. A mature Christian, a mature Christian, once that mature Christian has entered into agreement and they'll come, you'll come to that person and you'll say, well, well, you know, the doctor gave me a rather startling uh, report, you know, gave me a, a bad report about my health. And I, and I need you to stand in agreement on this word with me. You tell them what word you're standing on. I, w- I want you to believe with me, uh, Mark 11. I want, I want mm-hmm. you to stand in agreement with me on First Peter 2.24. And that person will say, yeah, let's do it. And so you say, well, what is it? My health. I want to receive my healing. Now, that person who's born again and who understands all the steps of faith, that person is going to say, yes, let's do it. A baby in Christ might say, yes, let's do it. But let me show you the difference. A, a, a mature Christian, once they say, let's do it, <clears throat> they could see you turning blue in the next hour, and they're just going to praise God. Yeah. That, that person who's, who's mature in, in Christ 
It's just going to say, thank you, Father. You healed my friend. You healed my husband. You healed my brother. You healed my sister. That person is just going to keep praising God and thanking God for your healing. But now let me tell you what a baby in Christ is going to do. Baby in Christ is going to get, get afraid and say, oh, you better go to the doctor because you look terrible. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't know about all of this faith stuff, but let me tell you, you're looking pitiful. I don't know. You better hurry up and do something. See, that's the baby in Christ. That's why I'm making this as clear as I possibly can, because it said we came to hear and to be healed. So when we hear the word of God, it's giving us something to what boldly say. And you say nothing, nothing but that. You say nothing outside of the word of God. This is why we, we encourage you. To make sure you're listening. Make sure when you're in your school, shut everything else down. Put the cat out. Put the dog in the room or whatever. Get the children settled. You know, let the dishes wait. Turn the TV off. And make sure that you are hearing what the word of God is saying. So you can grow in the things and the knowledge of God for yourself. Internalize these verses. Make them your own. Make them your own until you are fully persuaded. You know, Abraham was fully persuaded. That's right. And it didn't matter what he saw. It didn't matter what God said to him. He did it. That's why God said, you are now the father of faith. Others heard God back in that day, but Abraham was the only one that stood on what he heard. And that's why when God told him to go and offer his only son, his only son, kill him, Abraham said, you know what he was saying, now I'm going to do what you're telling me to do, but you're going you, you to raise him up. That's you're right. Gonna raise him. You're going to raise him up because you've already said, I'm the father of faith. And without a, without a descendant, how can I be the father of faith? So he trusted God. You see, you have to trust God, child of God. If you find that he has said something, that you can boldly say it. Don't try to figure it out. You you know, when you try to second guess God, you make a mess, just like, you know, uh, they did in the Old Testament with, with Isaac. That's right. They, tr- they tried to get Isaac and they got Ishmael trying mm-hmm. to second guess God. You know, God said, no, you're going to have a son. You're going to have a child. And I'm going to bless him. Well, you know, here, here's his wife. Well, let me help God out. Let me bring my maid in. Maybe you can have a child by her. Yeah. That's called, that's called trying to, yeah, oh, I'm trying to help God out. God doesn't need any help. Child of God, are you listening to me out there? He doesn't need any help from us. He no. knows exactly what he's saying. He knows exactly what he is doing, we are the ones that's always trying to figure things out. Let me tell you something. He knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. And many times he starts at the end and works his way to the beginning. Hello, somebody. That's right. <laughs> are you getting it? So we we, we don't need to help him. He knows what he's doing. Our job is to listen so we can hear what he's saying. So we can what? Boldly say what he says. Mm-hmm. Boldly say it. God said that I'm healed. He said that by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed even though I see this big knot in my body. I'm feeling all this pain. But he said I'm healed. Guess what? I'm going to say the same thing. Now let me tell you what's going to happen. 
when you boldly said, if you timidly said, nothing's going to happen. Babies do that. You know it? Are you listening to me? Babies test things yes. out. That's right. Ba- babies test things out. Now, you know, let me see if this is going to work. But a mature Christian is not going to approach God that way. No. One of the characteristics of a baby, whether that baby is a spiritual baby or a natural baby, and it is this. This is how you can tell whether a, a person is mature or whether they're a baby. You notice if you put a baby, your, 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 your baby down on the floor in the natural, if that baby sees a screw, where is it going to go? In his mouth, their mouth. If he sees a, a fly or a bug, he's going to try to catch that thing and put it in his mouth. It doesn't matter yes. what it is. It's going in his mouth. If he sees a roach, excuse me, guys, I'm just trying to help you to understand about a baby. Even most of you already do it. You do understand, but it's the same thing. In the spirit world, it's the same thing. Anything that that baby hears is going in his mouth. Now, he just finished praying the prayer of faith with you, but now because he's looking at the devastating effect that's happening in your body, then they're going to start putting this in their mouth. Oh, you know what? I guess you didn't get saved. Oh, I think you, you know, you're getting worse. Oh, no, I think we missed it. Oh, no, I think you didn't do it right. Oh, no, I think God is punishing you. Oh, no, I see all of that's in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't find that in the word of God. No. God didn't say that. Remember, Apostle said, he said things so you can boldly say them. Show me where he said, Oh, no, you're getting worse. Show me that. Show me, show me what he said. Oh, you must, you must have missed some. Oh, oh, I didn't mean it that way. You, you, you can't be healed. You can't be healed. Show me that in the word. You see it? Yeah. Babies put everything in their mouth. Everything. But a mature Christian, once they take a stand with you, they're not going to go back. And that's what eventually leads to healing. It's the confession. It's the faith-filled confession. A word on the word of God. Amen? We must make sure we are listening so we can boldly say. Amen? That's right. And, and, And you know, Father, there must be an understanding Don't waver with your words. Many, this is where people make it or lose it. Right here. Jesus said, by his stripes you are here. Okay? So do you believe that? Oh yes, brother elder, I believe it. Are you healed? No, I'm sick. Well, I thought you said you believe. Mm-hmm. What am I saying? If you believe, don't say you are sick. Well, Brother Elder, if I'm sick, I'm sick. Here's what I'm saying to you. I'm not saying deny that the symptoms is there. But what I am saying is deny it's right 
that dictate to your life. Did y'all catch that? Absolutely. Don't allow the sickness to tell you you only have three weeks to live and all this stuff. Because Again, that's not true. Go ahead. Again, that's where understanding and knowledge yes. must exist. That's right. You must have knowledge about that because without knowledge and understanding, we will let those those symptoms dictate. And, and yes. another way to put it is, you say don't let those symptoms dictate to you. Deny its right to exist. You must deny its right to exist. Yes. In your body. You must deny its right. Like Apostle just said, you know, sure you're sick. We're not telling you to just act like the sickness is not there. No. But you must deny its right to exist. Because remember, there's something called fact. And then there's something called truth. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. That the sickness is there. It's a fact. That's a fact. It's been proven. It's a proven fact. But then when facts come head to head with truth. Because see, truth is the word of God. It's a fact that the doctor said you have that cancer in your body. But now go let that cancer meet the word of God, which is the truth. Praise God. That's right. See, Absolutely. and when the facts meet the truth, trust me, the fact is supposed to disappear. I'm going to say that again. When you allow the fact that the doctor says to come head to head with the truth that God has said, I promise you, if you speak God's word in faith, the truth will disappear. Absolutely. We've seen it happen time and time again, which is the, is the reason why some of us get healed and some of us, you know, we, we miss it. We don't get our healing. Yes. It's, you must, you must make sure you're in faith about God's word. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's what, you know, Larry did. You know, you shared your testimony many times when the doctor told you about that cancer. You didn't go telling everybody? Oh, no. You brought, you said, okay, I know what to do. And we went home and from that doctor's office and we began to introduce those facts with the doctor said to the, to the truth that we know was in the word of God. And we held hands and we prayed and made that faith confession that your body was healed. And you never went back for chemo or anything they said you needed to have. What do we right. do? We introduced the fact that the doctor gave you at the doctor's office that Saturday morning to the truth that we knew that was in the word of God. And just like I said now, when the truth met the fact, the truth had to leave. The truth is the one that was in flight. It's just like the scripture said. Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee. Well, Larry submitted himself to God. He resisted the truth that the doctor gave him. And the truth flee. It did flee. It was in flight. And yeah. never came back. Never came back. That's right. That's right. But you see, he didn't have to go, watch this now, he didn't have to go find faith. 
He didn't have to go and build himself up for faith. He didn't have to go and say, well, I'm going to try to get some faith. You know, if Larry had waited until he needed faith to get faith, he would have been taking chemo and probably wouldn't have beat this thing. Because we say this all the time. You cannot wait until the day you need faith to go and try to build your faith. No, this is what healing school is all about, child of God. This is why we come every Saturday morning. This is why we get on every Sunday morning. This is why we, every single day, we're listening and listening and listening. You know what you're doing? You're building your faith. You're building your faith. You're building your faith until the time you need it. Guess what? It's right there for the taking. It's right there for the operation of it. It's right there for the getting to the mechanics of it. So he went to work right away, releasing his faith, making sure that his, that, that, that fast comes face to face with the, with the written word of God, which is the truth. And, and you know the, you know the, the rest is history. He shared that testimony many times. Yeah. So this is what you, why we stress, child of God. Some of you may have the symptoms in your body already. That's okay. Because, you know, you say, well, I'm just starting out. I I didn't know this uh, back in the day. That's okay. God will meet you where you are. That's right. He will meet you where you are. But one thing he requires of you is that you take this very seriously. And that you listen. For baby Christians who already have these uh, symptoms in their body, you can get healed on our faith. That's that's right. And God will allow that. Yes, he will. Yeah. But you still have to listen. You still have to listen and apply yourself and say, well, okay, would you agree with me? Would you pray this prayer for me? And, and, And would you help me? Yes, of course. That's why we're here. But the flip side of that is this. Just like in the natural, some of us who have our grandbabies running around the floor. I had mine. He was here the whole time of the winter blast because they had no power over it. And let me tell you, I had to put my skates on to keep mm-hmm. up with that, two, with that two-year-old. Larry came out of the bedroom after having him for about 20 minutes. He said, listen, y'all, I need a break. We were taking turns with Major. That's my grandbaby. And he was up and down the stairs and wanting to go outdoors. He was running from the back door to the front door. He was doing somersaults and twists and flips in the air. And Larry created a little racetrack for him. And he was running his trucks and cars up and down the place. And, wow, (laughs) you know, it's like, get ready, get ready. Major's on the way. From the minute he walked in the door, it was, it was, what is Saturday Night Live? It was Tuesday Night Live, Wednesday Night Live, Thursday Night Live, Friday. He just went home <laughs> Friday night. So you see, <laughs> it's a difference. But guess what? Do you think we expect the major to stay that way uh, five yeah. years from now? Of course not. We expect to see growth. God, God blessing his life and as we praying and believing God for him, see, and speaking the word over him. We expect to see growth in major. Well, it's the same way with you, baby Christian. Sure, God will allow your healing uh, for others to help you right now, to get you healed. But you know what? Five years from now, he doesn't expect to see you in the same place in your faith that you are today. That's right. 
we expect to see growth in you. And when we do not grow, when we do not take seriously uh, the knowledge that God is giving us, others can't get us healed. Others, right. we can't, God will not allow others to use their faith to get you healed. It's just Amen. like my father in the gospel. My father in the gospel shared with us that story about his sister. When she was a baby in Christ and didn't know the word, well, he was able to use his faith to get her healed from terminal cancer. Yeah. And then five years, five years later, she developed another kind of cancer. He said in a different part of her body. And she thought, well, she called him, Ken, Ken, the cancer's back. Come on, do what you do. But he couldn't. He tried and he couldn't. And he said, the Lord told him, no. She said she's going to have to come home early because she's had five years, five and a half years to develop her faith. You've been on that radio teaching faith five years. She's been hearing you and she never applied herself. She was always too busy. She, she thought that you could do it for her. No, she never developed her faith. So now she's going to have to come home early. Well, that bothered him, but he knew it was right. And God told him that. And see, this is yeah. what we're saying. Child of God, we have to develop our faith. When we're hearing Absolutely. the word of God, God is, he said, I'm not going to come back in the earth until my word has had an opportunity to go all around the world. Yeah. And Praise many God. of us, we've been in churches that preach and thank God for preaching. But God also set in the church, the teacher, in the fivefold ministry gift. Mm-hmm. And we are more of a teaching ministry. And we thank God for you. We love the fact that God has brought you to our ministry. Amen. And if He and if He led you here, it's because He wants you to hear the teaching. He wants He wants you to hear the explanation of the scripture. He wants you to understand how to apply it. Do the practical applications of the scriptures for yourself. That's right. So so that you will know how to help others. Not just Amen. for you. Because that's really the bottom line of everything that God does. He builds us so we can build others. That's right. You, 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 many of you listening to us out there, you're now helping your family members. I know you are. And that's what God requires of us. It's not just for us to keep it. It's for us to, to, to be healed ourselves, just like he told the disciples. They were young and green and didn't know anything out there fishing, buck naked, not knowing what to do. But he said, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. You see it? That's what he's trying to make you, fishers of men. He wants you to get healed first. Try it out on yourself is what he's saying. Make it work for you, and then go help your family member. Then go help those in your community. Then go help those who don't know. So we have a responsibility. To Amen. take over hearing and boldly say it. And then share it. Amen. Praise God.